Spring on the Cape and Islands is not the warm, tranquil, idyllic season that one might dream about. It is a cooler, slower season than that experienced by most inhabitants of North America. Instead, it is characterized by typically short periods of cold weather interspersed with nasty, fast-moving frontal systems. A spring day with raging easterly winds and lots of driving rain can feel just as cold as any day in midwinter. The same effects provided by the cool ocean waters surrounding the Cape and Islands that make it so nice during the heat of summer keep it much colder than just a few miles from the coast. This keeps temperatures lower than elsewhere, resulting in a delay in emergent vegetation that additionally retards the availability of insects. Hence, our area in the spring migration is a decidedly unfriendly place for insectivorous birds. Consequently, evolution has favored living land birds of various species that have survived by migrating north in the spring by staying inland, away from the dangerous coastline. It is an eye-opening treat for a birder accustomed to birding the Cape and Islands in spring to go visit the middle of the country in early May. The bird migration is staggering in terms of numbers and variety of birds. It is unlike anything that the coastal birder here would ever encounter. Indeed, for birding or gardening, the Cape and Islands in spring is a completely different place than in the fall. The spring migration consists of a small fraction of the profusion of birds that visit these outposts during the southern portion of their annual migration in September and October. Nonetheless, the spring arrival of returning breeding birds, of water birds going around and over the area, and the intensity of the resident birds makes this a delightful time of year. Another anomaly that typifies our spring is the proclivity of microclimates, well known to growers of all sorts of things, especially grape growers and winemakers. The cool Cape and Island spring has many hot spots, if you will. These sheltered and south-facing places are sometimes fully six growing weeks ahead of less sheltered areas or ones closer to cold ocean water. The downtown sections, especially on the islands and outer Cape, and many isolated and private homes and yards have created their own microclimate that flowers and greens up far earlier than surrounding landscapes. These are enormously attractive to migrant bird species and are the most productive spring birding areas. Returning breeding birds have been making themselves heard and seen. The king of the spring birding scene, the osprey, has returned in numbers, delighting observers young and old, new and experienced. The first look at one of these impressive raptors on a cold March day never fails to send shivers up one's spine that have nothing to do with the temperature. For experienced birders, the spring is time to hone one's ears, reacquainting the sounds birds make with the sounds rattling around in one's head. For beginning birders, this is a great time to start looking at birds. Advantages that facilitate learning what birds are what at this season are many. The birds are calling and conspicuous, and the leaves are not out. Many birds stand out and act as if they are insulted if you don't look at them. The calling birds are defending territories, which means they really are not going anywhere except to a tree nearby if they get spooked. With a little patience and practice using one's binoculars, you will soon be identifying with confidence the birds in your neighborhood or yard. New birds are arriving in our area daily. The strong spring weather will most likely blow some wayward migrants to Cape and Island shores. Possibilities include colorful indigo buntings, bright red summer tanagers, 
and maybe prothonotary warblers. They're all distinct possibilities after late March and April storms. Until next week, keep your eyes to the sky.